0: We continue to assess today's movers before the chaos in the afternoon. Of course, one big reaction to the blue wave victory by Democrats in Georgia was the pot sector. Let's talk some more about cannabis plays with Alan Brockstein, joining us, managing partner at New Cannabis Ventures and principal at 420 Investor. Alan, welcome back to the show. So what does the control of the Senate and the tiebreak now that Democrats are going to have, what does that mean for pot legalization?
1: So I, uh, first of all, Happy New Year to you, Oliver. It's Thank good to you, chat Oliver. with you again. And uh, I think uh, you know, we need to go slow, but what it means is it's uh, a big step towards legalization. I think between that uh, finale and now, we'll have a lot of things that need to play out. But for the last few years, Mitch McConnell has been an incredible roadblock to any progress at all at the federal level. And uh, there's a lot of really good things that could happen Uh, with him out of the way, quite frankly. So some of the things that we would like to see as investors in the space and the the companies in the space would be the ability to trade on a higher exchange. Right now, all the American cannabis operators are relegated to the Canadian Securities Exchange and the OTC. Also, things like being able to get a uh, commercial mortgage uh, instead of having to do sale leasebacks from a bank, having more capital available. So both those things would improved capital, Uh, MasterCard, and Visa, to to be able to use those credit cards to purchase uh, in dispensaries would be a game changer. So uh, these are some of the things, but an even bigger thing, I think you and I have talked about it before, uh, the federal tax code right now puts a very punitive tax on any sort of profits that are derived from the federally illegal cannabis trade. Uh, It's called 280E. And it can lead to marginal tax rates in excess of 100% of net income, certainly well over 80%, even for companies that are maturing.
0: So right now, Alan, uh, is there, first of all, just to be clear, this is not gonna be one of those issues that gets hung up because of like a so-called moderate uh, Democrat. I mean, this seems like it's a pretty green light go.
1: Well, so let's lay it out. Uh, Justin Trudeau was elected in 2015 in Canada uh, and had full control of everything. Yeah. And it took three years to legalize. We mm. we already have all these state legal operations with uh, literally billions of dollars of taxes flowing into certain states, hundreds of millions into others. A lot of rules and infrastructure. So things like interstate commerce are going to take a while to hammer out. Uh, this year was great. We saw it, it was it was really uh, you know just for show. But as the year was ending, the House of Representatives. Uh, VOTED uh, FOR SOMETHING CALLED THE MORE ACT. I I DON'T WANT TO BORE YOUR AUDIENCE WITH IT. IT it REALLY IS LEGALIZATION. IT'S NOT THE FULL THING WHERE WE HAVE A COMMERCIAL FEDERALLY LEGAL PROGRAM, BUT WE MAY BE HEADED TOWARDS THAT. SO I THINK uh, WE SHOULD EXPECT CERTAINLY NOT TO GO BACKWARDS, WHICH WAS uh, ALWAYS A FEAR OVER THE LAST FOUR YEARS uh, DURING A a DIFFERENT ADMINISTRATION, uh, AND MOST LIKELY SOME BIG PROGRESS IN THE MONTHS AND YEARS AHEAD.
0: So, I like the uh, timeline there, kind of using Canada as a benchmark. Uh, obviously, some of that legalization has just kind of worked its way through our system already in the areas where there's been decriminalization or legal- legalization. Uh, does that mean maybe the timeline here moves a little bit more quickly? And maybe the bigger question is does the timeline, you know, really matter for some of these companies if the ultimate destination is now fairly understood?
1: Yeah, so I, I think the timeline's gonna make a difference in different ways for different companies. So, uh, you know, one of the big points I've been making for a while, and I'm smart enough to understand that it's going to happen and not smart enough to exactly explain why. Okay. People have this, this <laughs> ill-conceived notion that as we move towards legalization, it's gonna help the Canadian LPs. To me, it's almost ridiculous. Uh, the real winners, as we move towards legalization, are most likely the companies that are already generating hundreds of millions in revenue each quarter profitably improving they know how to do business the canadian lps the large ones none of them have done that so uh it's kind of interesting because if things become legal quickly i think it's a little bit of a risk to some of these operators that uh, maybe a, a a large multinational company decides they want to set up shop Who cares about the LPs? There's plenty of other companies out there that could acquire smaller operators. But I don't want to focus on that too much. What I want to focus on is we have a tremendous operating environment right now, and it's likely to get better over time.
0: Give us some picks, Alan. Which companies, though, you mentioned the high cash flow companies. I know a lot of these still are struggling for profitability, but it seems like you like those that just already have the most scale in terms of revenue
1: so uh look there's nine companies now that trade in the u.s that have a billion dollars market cap or more many of them uh are are on their way to a billion dollars a year in revenue uh i'm not going to give your listeners any specific stocks they can go to new cannabis ventures and just look at the whole list all these companies are being heavily discounted by uh, the fact that uh, there's this 280e tax so their net income is hurt and their access to capital has been poor. I mean, they're borrowing. These these are the best companies and they're borrowing at 12, 13, 14% right now. It's ridiculous. This is going to improve and these companies will have lower interest payments. Uh, you know, we're seeing legalization just today. New York reintroduced uh, uh, legislation uh, to legalize. This follows on New Jersey's uh, vote at the ballot box and Arizona, these are states with a lot of uh, multi-state operators. So I I wanna share a new idea. I I feel like you being part of the media and other media aren't really able to talk about the real American cannabis companies because they don't trade on the New York Stock Exchange or the NASDAQ. Mm. Now, I don't think- We're talking like pink sheets here? Exactly. Well, that's the way it works. They trade on the OTC and they trade on the CSE. And so I understand this keeps a lot of people out of the market, Uh, uh, believe me. People are coming in. We've seen institutions like Putnam and Wasatch take big positions in these companies. It's just getting started. But a lot of people won't. Robinhood doesn't have them on their platform because of their listing. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to share an idea with your audience. I would never recommend anybody do this that thinks they can pick stocks. But if you don't think you can pick stocks, there's a new ETF called... advisor shares, pure US ETF. I have no commercial relationship with them. Uh-huh. You're talking Symbol- to YOLO? No, they, they do that one, but this one's called MSOS. And I've been so critical. Oh yeah, okay. I've been so critical of these ETFs because they've never been able to include the real American mm. cannabis operators. This one does. These guys uh, reinvented uh, the mousetrap and it's awesome. Mm. Uh, They just uh, launched on September 1st. It was a horrible month, to launch, but since then, it's gone up a lot. It's gone from 25 to over, I think over 40 today. Uh, And it includes all these companies. Now, I think I can pick the best ones and what have you, but the reality is this thing's on Robinhood. Uh, There are uh, professional money managers across this country that would love to be able to put their clients into a little bit of cannabis that have never had any option except to buy a Canadian LP, which is not the right bet, or, uh, or, or or maybe an ancillary company. There's been a few of those. We just saw a big IPO of Hydrofarm. Weed Maps is yep. about to go through a SPAC. So there's increasingly uh, ways for people to participate. But this MSOS, uh, you get it's a nice basket approach, and it, it it checks all the boxes. It trades on the NYSE Arca.
0: Okay, and I like the uh, specific. Uh uh, nature of the, as you point out, they're being able to kind of dig through beyond some of the major, you know, big cap publicly traded ones that we know about and to kind of find some of those specific niche plays without having to pick any particular one of them. So we got it up there, MSOS. And of course you can trade it here too. Come on, no Robin Hood talk on here, Alan. Great to have you back.
1: I don't think, oh yeah, TDA does let you trade, but it's a hey, yeah no that true you can trade that on tda but you can trade a tda they will let you trade these otc stocks it's oliver it's just people don't like to for yeah. some reason
0: all right a little bit high high, high risk high reward maybe
1: they uh, got to deal with all these
0: big players they're going to get pushed around
1: well i'm, I'm sorry who's going to get pushed around
0: these smaller otc companies
1: oh well they're not that small i mean look uh they have a, a smaller market cap than the Canadians, but they have higher levels of revenue. Uh, like I said, there's nine that are over a billion. Uh, mm. I think the largest one's about uh, eight, eight and a half billion right now. It's, it's going up every day. I, I didn't check this week, but uh, I, I don't think these companies are going to do anything except prosper. I, I don't think the Canadian LPs can come in and push them out of the way. Mm. Uh, I think to start a new business right now, uh, you'd be light years behind. These people have built incredible domain expertise. Uh, One of the things I've noticed over the eight years that that I've been following this industry is there's this big joke about how easy it is to grow cannabis, anybody can grow cannabis, which is true, but can you grow it in a compliant manner at a low cost at commercial scale, then it's a totally different answer. And these companies have figured out how to do it. And I'm really excited about, you know, what I'm seeing in, in the United States right now. California okay. had a very tough start, and it's off to uh, the last three or four months have been fantastic.
0: All right, awesome. I like the uh, pick here for the ETF MSOS. Appreciate it, Mr. Broxton. Good to catch up. As too, always, I like the details here and uh, the look at the way to play this outside of just the particular companies and looking at the funds Alan Broxton, managing partner and New Cannabis Ventures, principal of 420 Invest.